1: A lot of people before this game thought, oh, Jake Allen's going to be in goal. It's going to be an easy win. The Senators are a bad team. And as I stated after the Maple Leafs game, any team can play well against you. And I thought the Senators played pretty good against the Blues. They took advantage of the Blues' mistakes, and there were a lot of them. Jake Allen made several mistakes. The defense made several mistakes. It was just not an overall good game for the Blues but they found a way to win and do you know what that means that is the sign of a good team when you're not playing your best defensively when you're not playing your best taking advantage of mistakes and when your goalie's not playing his best when you can pull out a game like this this is more impressive to me than a 2 to nothing win one to nothing win 3 to 2 win because the team had their backs against the wall and they came back and won the game I'm gonna get into a little bit of the whole Jake Allen good bad thing after the podcast, but let's go ahead and hear what Jake had to say about his first start of the season before this game last night.
2: It's been uh, it's been a similar transition to last year, the second half of last year, so it's really not not a whole lot new. So no, I'm just looking forward to getting my feet wet and jumping right back in there. So after our last home game against uh, Dallas, uh, yeah, I knew that this was gonna really be my game, so just. Work my way for. So
1: as the Blues started this game from the drop of the puck, they did not look very good. Not their best effort for the first eight or nine minutes. They only had one shot on goal in the first eight minutes, actually a little over eight minutes. So they didn't have a lot of opportunities. They were given opportunities to the Senators. The puck was shot in. Jake behind the net to get it and the puck bounces over his stick. A lot of people are saying he should have stayed in the net. No, he should not have stayed in the net because there were several Senators coming down on that puck, and they would have gotten to it before Falk could get to it, and they would have had an opportunity to score the goal. Jake should have paid more attention to it and seen that it was going to bounce because it was bouncing as it come toward him. He probably should have put his body more towards it so it didn't bounce past him, and the Senators get a very terrible goal to start the period.
0: Johnson five to one in Cleveland of oh, no score here in the opening period. Zanktip fires it down Allen up the play and it bounces to Sever. a pass score. So exciting for Abramov, a 21-year-old who had a, a real nice season in the AHL last year, scoring 16 goals. It re- starts right from the dump-in. Now, Jake Allen goes out to stop it. It pops underneath his stick. Sabron gets there. And right at, when you have a bouncing puck, a lot of times goaltender coaches don't want you to go out, especially on the road. Allen, with his first start of the season, makes a key mistake behind the net.
1: The announcer is spot on. A lot of times on the road, if you see that puck coming in and bouncing, most coaches don't want you to go back and get it. However, in this instance, there were several players coming into the zone, and Jake Allen made a split decision and had to do it. Am I just saying Jake made no mistakes? No, I'm not. He didn't handle that puck behind the net. If he's seen it bouncing, he should have handled it better. So that goal is on him overall. That goal by Vitaly Abramov was his first of the year. Saburn gets his first assist. Zaitsov gets his first assist. Eight minutes, 10 seconds in. The Senators are up on a bad mistake by Jake Allen by not being able to handle that puck coming around the boards. I thought the Senators outplayed the Blues for most of the first period. The Blues kind of caught up towards the end. Former Blackhawk Anisimov gives him a 2 to nothing lead. Heading out of the first period.
0: That we basically broke it off right in his hand. That's a shot down. The puck yeah. head to Brown in the final minute. Now of the first period. Brown centers, score. <laughs> Anisimov with a rocket, and it's two nothing Ottawa. Artemyev finishes it off with a laser beam blocker side pass Jake Allen, but this is all. Work down low, little pinch in, reset in the neutral zone. Connor Brown chip, and now hound dog in the puck. This is just great work. Bomeister tries to put it up the boards their support. Brown gets it back, and it's on Anisimov's stick and off of it, and he buries it. A great heads-up play by Connor Brown to put it on a tee for Anisimov.
1: This goal started off because the Blues could not keep the puck out of their end. The Senators got it back in. Bomeister skates to get it. There's several players behind him on the left-hand side. He shoots it backwards. The right-hand side was clearly open. He could have shot it around the boards there, but he shoots it backwards. The Senators get the puck and put it past Jake Allen. Both Jake Allen and Bo are at fault for this goal. Allen should have made the save, but Bo should not have cleared it behind him when there was clearly several Senators there to get the puck. That goal by Anisimov with his first of the year. Brown gets his second assist. Nemistikov gets his first assist, 19 minutes, seven seconds in. And the Senators head to the locker room with a two to nothing lead. Shots were very even in that first period, but mistake after mistake caused the Blues to go down two to nothing. The Blues didn't have that sense of urgency. Would they have that sense of urgency in the second period? Yes, they would. And it started very quickly with a huge goal by David Perron and a beautiful goal at that.
0: O'Reilly works in tight quarters. Now Perron for Justin Falk. Perron off the wall. Falk winds and fires and that was blocked by Brown. He's back on his skates. Now O'Reilly feeds one to the side for Perron. Perron walks in, Drag. he scores!
3: What a shot by David Perron! And David Perron with his 200th NHL goal third goal in 15 games against the Ottawa Senators at 200 for his career and this was a wicked wrister by David Perron congratulations a wonderful number right there and a good start to the season for David Perron good play from. Board to board, around it. The play previously did the same thing, but he made a backhand pass to Falk, who ripped it. This time, he kept it. David Perron likes being on the right side. He doesn't like being on the strong side for a one-timer. He, oh my goodness, that is just a slick, slick
1: shot. Some great passing in the offensive zone. Falk takes an initial shot, ends up over by Petrangelo. O'Reilly gets it, shoots it around the boards. Perron gets it, starts skating in right at the point he loves to shoot at that right side about 10 to 15 feet out, except this time he does a little toe drag and deeks the Senators' player out and puts it past Nielsen to get the Blues back in this game at 2-1. to one. That goal was Perron's 200th NHL goal. It was his second goal of the season. O'Reilly gets his fourth assist. Petrangelo gets his first assist. Power play goal, 9 minutes, 7 seconds in. The Blues are back in this game. They continue to put the pressure on Nielsen after this. I thought they kind of woke up a little bit. And Oscar Sundquist, just a little over two minutes later, would tie this game up at two each.
0: The Blues goal, Perron from O'Reilly and Petrangelo. Now they score
3: right off the faceoff, Sunquist! And it's two to two, just like that! Oscar Sunquist! Sunquist had a rough outing there in, in Toronto. He got banged in the noggin a couple of times, took a slap shot off the shin. Every time he went to the bench, he was crumpled over. And... Talking about this line earlier, off the faceoff, Barbashev wins the draw. Sundquist quickly jumps in there. Sunquist was on the left. The scrum goes there, quick wrist shot, and it beats the goaltender Nielsen.
1: A huge goal to tie this one up at two each. This is a mark of a good team. They fall behind, they're not playing well, and they come back and get back into the game. There were several players jumbled around the faceoff circle. Sunquist just reaches in there, gets the puck, and puts it top shelf glove side of Nielsen. To tie this one up at two each. A great effort by Oscar Sunquist, And I think he's going to have a better year this year than he did last year. That goal by Sunquist would be his second of the year. Steen gets an assist. Barbashev gets an assist. His second of the year. 11 minutes, 32 seconds in. This game is knotted up at two each. The Blues would get a power play. But they couldn't keep the puck in the offensive zone. Chris Tierney skates down. Puts it past Jake Allen, who took a bad angle to the shot, just was not in the right position to make that save. And the Senators take a three-to-two lead late in the second on a short-handed goal.
0: we are all scored the power play earlier. Now Tierney knocks that out. The chance shorthanded Tierney. One, one, his last goal was 13 games ago against the St. Louis Blues on March 14th and this is a shorthanded goal right off the draw. Ron Hainsey battling a little stick on puck and then Tierney bats it out of the air he's going to skate on on the left side Petrangelo wants to Pinch him off and give him a bad angle. Puck rolling, and he just elevates it at the last second. He's able to beat Jake Allen short
1: side. Fulk was not able to get that puck in the neutral zone. It bounces past him. Tierney skates right in on Jake Allen. is trying to catch up to him. Jake is not in the right position at all, as I stated earlier. And the Senators go up 3-2 to two late in the second period. That goal by Chris Tierney, the former San Jose Shark, was his first of the season. Hainsey gets his first assist, 17 minutes, 49 seconds in. These late goals kill you. You guys have heard me say it time and time again. Early goals and late goals will kill you, especially short-handed goals. The Blues actually outshot the Senators 14-12 in that second period, and for the most part, really outplayed the Senators. Just a bad, bad goal to give up late. Heading into the third period, which team is going to really start pushing forward? Are the Senators going to be able to really get hyped up for that late shorthanded goal? Or can the Blues calm things down early in the third and get things going and get this game back for them? Jay Meister would take a shot from about 25-30 feet out and it would go past former Blues goalie Nilsson to tie this one up at three each early in the third period.
3: Jay Bollmeister it may have been tipped and the Blues have tied the game at three innocent looking shot but it's right in the middle of the net so good decision there by the veteran Jay Bowmeester who as we well remember when Alex Petrangelo was handed the Stanley Cup from Gary Bettman he went right to Jay Bowmeester and Bolmeister had never played a playoff game before joining the St. Louis Blues and it just found its way through I don't know if that hit Sammy Bley or not. Let's keep our eye on any of the shin pads of Sammy Bley. No, I I think that went straight through.
1: A very innocent looking shot indeed. When he took that shot, I thought there was no chance that was going to get through all those bodies, but it was a good thing all those bodies were in front of the net because Nelson never seen the puck. Sometimes you do have to just take a chance and try to put that puck on net, and this time it worked for Jay Bo Meester. That goal by Bo Meester would be his first of the year. O'Reilly gets his fifth assist, Pareko gets his second assist, and the Blues have tied the game up at three each. I thought the Blues overall, for the most part, had a pretty decent third period. The Blues would take the lead 4-3 to on a beautiful goal by Braden Shin.
3: Yeah, that last Pareko shot was labeled. Great save by Nelson with his right pad. Still tied here at three, turnover, Shen on
0: a puck, in with Barbership. Shen to the net, he scores! Braden right Shen!
3: And the blows lead at four to three. Goals in three straight. A pass that just goes over the stick of the Ottawa Senators player. And with speed behind him, and he comes in as a left-hand shot, he brings it back into his feet. More times than not, a player goes to the far side. Instead, he scoops it up on the short side, high over, and here comes a two-on-one. And just one quick motion like that, after Steen puts a little pressure on Brady Kachuk, Brady's saucer pass was just a little too high for the defenseman. And what a shot by Brady to Shen, three in the last three. A terrible
1: pass in the neutral zone by Kachuk. Shen races towards it, gets it, and puts a puck past Nielsen to give the Blues a 4-3 lead. Braden Shen, I thought, had a very good game. He gets his third goal of the season. Of course, it was unassisted. 12 minutes, 47 seconds in. You were feeling pretty good at this point with the Blues up 4-3. We know Jake Allen didn't have the best game, but I still thought the Blues were going to come out ahead. However, the Senators didn't get that news, and Anthony Duclair would be left wide open in front of the net, and he put the puck past Jake Allen to tie this one up at four each.
0: Centering, Duchenne, shoots scores. And DeClair ties the game from the high slot. Well, Those first of the season, and I just talked about this end sticking with it. And starts off the four chuck right in the entry. First shot gets deflected. Bobby Ryan gets underneath the stick of Justin Falk. That's just a terrific play by Bobby Ryan. Falk very casual, trying to turn that puck up. Ryan determined, he gets it right out to the middle, and Duclair with a little curl and drag shot, he's able to fire it five-hole. But that's the veteran Bobby Ryan being strong on his stick, and you see the frustration by Justin Falk in the background, and we've got a 4-4 game.
1: A lot of people have opinions on Falk coming over from the Hurricanes and how good he's played so far in the first few games. Some say he's been terrible. Some say he's been okay. Others say he's been really good. I think he's just been okay. He hasn't impressed me. There's been several times, including this game, where he just took a little bit of a lazy attitude to getting a puck, are keeping control of the puck in the neutral zone, and those mistakes cost the Blues two goals. This was no different. Fault goes over to get the puck in a very lazy fashion. Bobby Ryan just picks his stick up, takes the puck, shoots it to Duclair wide open. He shoots it glove side against Jake Allen and we're not at it for each. That goal by Duclair would be his first of the year. Ryan gets his first assist. Brandstrom gets his first assist 14 minutes, 12 seconds into the third, but the Blues came back quickly. David Perron would get a second goal of the game to give the Blues the lead for good at 5-4.
0: Sends win the faceoff, throw it high all the way down, and Allen a good play to center ice. Tipped by O'Reilly onto Bozak. Now for Perron, he comes in, off the
3: goalpost, he scores! Perron off the post, it in, his second tonight, and the Blues are back on top. Ah, what a play by Jake Allen too, with authority. He gets out there before the Senators player can get to it. He rifles it off the boards and up the ice. It caught the Senators with too many men going one way. Terrific play by the goaltender. He catches two Senators in deep. Wonderful backhand pass there by Bozak. And David Perron lets this one go. Off the bar, up top, in the net. What a shot. And that's his second goal of the game.
1: A great pass from Jake Allen out of the zone. He had two Senators players coming down on him. He gets it out. It ends up on O'Reilly's stick and then to Bozak and then to Perron. And the Blues take a 5-4 lead. A goal by Peron would be his third of the year. Bozak gets his first assist. O'Reilly gets his sixth assist. The Blues are up 5-4. And they didn't look back after that. O'Reilly gets a late empty net goal that gives the Blues a 6-4 win, 18 minutes 44 seconds into the third. That would be O'Reilly's first goal of the year, and Bozak would get an assist on that, his second of the year. The Blues outshot the Senators 37-29. The Senators won the face-off battle 55% to 45%. The Blues were 1-4 on the power play. Senators did not have a power play opportunity. Hits were even at 32. The Blues outblocked the Senators 17 to 13. The Senators had 13 giveaways to the Blues nine. Let's head to the post-game interviews, where we're going to hear from Jake Allen, Ryan O'Reilly, and of course, Coach Craig Berube on the Blues' victory.
2: You know, it was uh, it was different than our first three games, no question. A little bit more grind style in our first three, a little bit more open hockey tonight. But that's the way it goes, and they have a quick young team and. Um, you know, we get behind, but the boys battle back, and it was impressive.
3: What did it feel like to be back
0: in there at first start since April?
2: Definitely not as smooth. Uh, a little bit of, you know, not as smooth as I usually am, but it's coming, you know. It, it's, uh, it's been my first real meaningful game in you know, six, seven months, so for me it was, uh, it was just good to get the feet wet. Uh, I felt uh, I made some really good saves and, you know, some things to adjust, but uh, overall uh, I'll take the win. When's
3: the last time you faced a 2 on 0?
2: Oh, uh, you're always good for a couple of years, you know, they're just fluky the way it happens, you know, usually someone blows a tire, it's just a, it's a misplay, but, um, you know, my job is to stop it, whatever the case may be, and, you know, it was, it was, you know, it was a big stop.
3: At the at the end of the day, I'm sure there, there's maybe a couple of plays you'd like back, but you got to feel like you, you kept the team in and get all goalies just want to give the team a chance to win.
2: Yeah, you know, definitely, uh, definitely like the fourth goal back, you know, uh, guy really fanned on it went five hole but uh still should never go in the net and you know that was it i felt that uh, you know made some good strides and uh that's sort of the way i've been approaching this year try to get better every time i get in the net last year at the
3: uh about this time of the season you said that the team just didn't know how to close out games in the third period now this is your third comeback win in a row something's obviously changed huh there's a lot of
2: confidence in our group obviously we built a lot of that last year in the second half of the season i think uh you know, we should have a lot of optimism and confidence coming into this season. Uh, there shouldn't be a reason why we, sh- we, we should never be out of a game. And, you know, we are down 2 nothing tonight. You go against a young, fast team and, you know, could have easily packed it in. And the boys, you know, battled, battled, battled. And, you know, it took, whatever, 55 minutes to, to find a way to win a game. And if that's the case right now, then, then we're going to do it. We know every point's is crucial. Uh, I think we remember we lost uh, here last year in the second half of the year, um, you know, to a couple couple games that, could make a big difference in the season so we're not taking any teams for granted. Curtis Joseph for second all time mean something to you? Yeah you know it's definitely a goal of mine uh, just, I think is the rest of the Blues is to try to get to that number one spot and um, I had no idea about it to be honest uh, it, but a few people brought it up to me in the last week or so so that's the only reason I have it in my head but uh, you know it's pretty cool um, you know I've been here for a while and you know it's some, uh, some fun exciting years but uh, you know, thank the boys for plotting some goals for me to get that tonight.
4: Yeah, I think obviously, you know, winning a cup. I think we're much more confident, and you know, having been through that, you know, as a group, I think we're, you know, we just seem to get a few more bounces. Where last year feels feels like the beginning of the year, every kind of bounce that could go wrong did, and you know, we couldn't get uh, couldn't find a way to games to or find a way to close games out. But you know, it's you know, it's a different year, and, and we've improved and. Again, you know, it's not getting any easier. You know, we have to keep we have to keep growing our game and getting even better. So it's it's good. You know, it's a good start, but it's uh, you know, we a long way to go.
3: Three comeback wins in a row. Do you guys never feel like you're out of a game now?
4: Yeah, um, absolutely. I think we're just confident. We know that we're going to have a chance. You know, obviously our goaltending has been outstanding. We know they're going to shut the door. And for us, when we get to our game, you know, we know we're, we're going to get opportunities. And, yeah, you know, we've done a good job at uh, capitalizing on them at the right times. And, again, it's something we have to, you know, stay confident in.
1: About well, the fact you got the record, you do, but guys are talking. You don't feel like
4: you've put it together yet. And probably a good sign when that's the situation. Yeah, at the end of the day, it comes down to, uh, to winning. If you win, you, you obviously have to, you know, be happy about that part. But again, it's you know we look at all the little details of it, and you know still got a ways to go to, to playing our best game. And you know, there's 82 of them. You know, there's going to be ups and downs, and you know it's it's continuing to grow.
5: <clears throat> I thought our guys battled back hard. Uh, you know, it's a uh, young young team over there that works hard. I thought our guys worked pretty hard tonight. Uh, they had to. I mean, um, so, but uh, they kept with it and kept battling. and got two points out of it.
1: Since the momentum started to switch when you, Jake makes that save on Tyler Ennis? It yeah, three,
5: he, yeah, it could have been. That could have been a turning point for sure right there. I mean, that's a big save, and, uh, you know, when timely saves win you hockey games.
2: Last year you guys didn't let anything bother you, you brushed it all off. It seems like you've already got that attitude this year. Is it kind of a carryover from last year a little bit? Well,
5: I'm sure it is. I mean, guys went through a lot and learned, you know, that it's not always going to be easy or pretty or the way you, you know, script it out to be. And you just got to keep working. Um, you know, we kept working tonight, I thought, and competed and good things happened for us, you know. Like, I mean, that just got to keep doing You got to just keep working and competing.
2: But not just tonight, you know, a couple three games in a row here where you guys are coming
5: back yeah yeah um you know our you know our first period was just okay tonight it's got to be better
2: you, you think you were a little sluggish at the, at the start or? i
5: I don't believe we looked sluggish to me i thought that we actually had good energy and good jump i thought but just you know, mistakes just mistakes that's all
1: puck you were talking about this morning still not
5: there uh i mean there's times where it's not i thought that we moved the puck actually better tonight i thought um overall but there's still spots where we got to clean it up.
1: There are definitely spots where the Blues have to clean some things up. Falk has to get much better. He's had some good spots in games but he's also been a little bit lazy at times. I'd like to see that stop. I'm sure the Blues are not happy with his overall play. Jake Allen did not have a good game. Let me say that first of all because I know people think I'm a Jake Allen lover. I look at stats, I look at whether a guy can win the game, I look at overall in his career how good a player is. Now I've talked to a couple Hall of Fame NHL players, one of them a goaltender, and they both have told me that Jake Allen is a solid NHL starting goalie. You don't have to believe me, but I think it would be kind of crazy of you to question a Hall of Fame goaltender Who says Jake Allen is a good starting goalie? But people like to quote stats. And as you guys know, I've always said it stats are great, but can the guy win you a game? There's a lot of goalies through the years that have not had the best stats. They just haven't. But when it comes down to it, the game five to four, four to three, three to three, three to two, can they make those good saves? And in last night's game, Jake Allen made several good saves when the Blues needed him to. I'm not saying Jake Allen is the best goalie of all time. I'm basing what I say on what I see and his whole career. You guys like to say he's terrible. I keep hearing he's the worst goalie in the league, so on and so forth. But let's do this. A lot of people like to quote stats. Save percentage, goals against, so on and so forth. Let's just look at Blue's goaltending. Okay, number one is Mike Leu all time when it comes to wins. He had 347 games played. His goals against, which everybody just goes gaga about, was 3.59. Save percentage was .885. Would you say he was a bad goaltender? No, he's considered a very good goaltender. And out of those 340 games played. 347 games played, he had 151 wins. Next on the list for the Blues, Curtis Joseph, played 280 games, had a 3.04 goals against, and his save percentage was .907. I think if you talk to most Blues fans, they're going to say Cujo was awesome. He was a great goaltender, one of the best Blues goaltenders of all time. Guess who's third on this list, guys? Jake Allen. And I'm only doing this because everybody quotes stats. Jake Allen, 266 games played, so 14 less than Curtis Joseph. He has a 2.54 goals against with a .911 save percentage. He's won 137 games. Number four on the Blues list of all-time great goalies. Grant Fuhrer, 249 games played, goals against 2.68, save percentage of 900, wins 108. Jake Allen's in pretty good company. I would challenge anybody to tell me that Curtis Joseph wasn't a great goaltender. And I would challenge anybody to tell me that Grant Fuhrer wasn't a great goaltender because he's in the Hall of Fame and so is Curtis Joseph. So when you guys start bashing Jake Allen, you need to really think of what you're doing. Do you remember several years ago when Mike Yo took over from Ken Hitchcock and they had that great second half of the season? Do you know one of the major driving forces for that great second half of the season was Jake Allen? If not for Jake Allen being one of the top two goalies in the league that second half of the season, the Blues do not go to the playoffs. They do not beat the Minnesota Wild in the first round, and they don't even come close to winning against the Predators in the second round in the series that they lost. You can't have it both ways. Everybody quotes goals against, save percentage, but they only talk of recent history. I talk overall. This is an overall game, guys. It's like I argue with people that say that Jordan Bennington is the greatest Blues goalie of all time because he won a cup. That's not it. He hasn't played enough games to say he's the greatest goaltender of all time with the Blues. I've even seen people say he's the greatest goalie overall of all time. Let's see what he is in three or four years. I think he can keep up the stats that he's had so far and the big saves that he comes up with, but you never know in this league. We could be talking two years down the road that Jordan Bennington's falling apart. He's letting in soft goals. His goals against have went up, so on and so forth. This is not a game where you can take a goalie for one year or a year and a half and say he's a terrible goalie. Now getting to this game, I thought the Blues really showed some strength. They didn't have a good game. Jake Allen didn't have a good game. The defense made some bad plays. They allowed a shorthanded goal and you know the Blues came back and won. Does it matter if a goalie wins 5 to 4, 6 to 4, 4 to 3, 3 to 2, 2 to 1? Does it matter? No, he won the game. But there is so much hatred for this man, I just don't understand it. Jake Allen could lose the game one to nothing, and you guys would blame him for that loss. You wouldn't blame the offense for not scoring a goal. You would blame Jake Allen. You guys know my points. Agree with me, disagree with me, that's great. You're all entitled to your opinion. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of The Drop. Make sure to join me again when I recap the Blues-Canadians game. Until then, let's go Blues.
3: Thank you for joining
1: us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at hockey show. You can email the Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go Blues!
5: This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.